What's going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of Proud Dads Presents Podcast. It's me, Mr. Proud Dad himself, James Savannah, and I am joined by a very special guest. I just want to introduce my friend, my homie, my Chicago stepping compatriot, <laughs> Dr. John Ibera. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hope you guys are doing well. You guys are blessed and all that fun stuff. Oh, so yeah. I am happy to be on here trying to just wing it and we'll see how it goes. I think it'll go well. I mean, with the video, there's some things I got to remember. Like somebody pointed out that I like my eyes were squinted. So like they couldn't see my <laughs> eyes. So I'm sitting here trying to be like, hey. <laughs> but anyway, what's uh, going on, man? How are you? How's the family? Family's doing good. Everybody's sleeping. Best time to hang out and talk to people when everybody's exactly. knocked out. Exactly. No, no, uh, no kids riled up. If you don't know, John is married with four children. Four kids. Family of six. Yes, sir. Woo, how old are they? Um, so JJ, he's the oldest. He is I'm gonna mess this up now. He's nine. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so JJ's nine, uh, Josh is eight, Mila is six, and Jordan, little baby, he's three, who's not a baby anymore. Um, but yeah, getting big, doing the whole daddy thing and all that fun stuff. So, Man, I remember busy, when JJ busy, was busy. born. Was it, it? I said, I remember when JJ was like little, little, and he oh, was like God. the baby of the church. Oh, yeah, that's a crazy thing. I mean... It's it's crazy with technology too. You get, you get all these apps and stuff, and um, stuff always pops up on there. Oh, you took this picture, you know, three years ago or four years ago, and you're like, oh my gosh. Just oh, the Facebook back. memories. Yeah, Facebook and Amazon does it too. Really? And stuff like that. It's <laughs> gonna get you, you know. Right. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it's cool, but it's also like, oh, wow, at the same time. Well, I mean, you forget how big your kids get. You just watch them grow. You don't really realize it. Right. So you see those milestones and stuff. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, for those of you who don't know, me and John are friends from church. Like, that is my homie. Uh, we hang out. His family has been such a blessing to our family. Um, they're just really cool people. Like, probably... Don't, don't tell nobody I said this, even though, like, everybody's going to hear it. But y'all are, like, the coolest crew couple that I know. Uh, we try. We try. When I saw y'all at the marriage retreat out on the dance floor and y'all was doing that footwork, I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot. No, it's all, all it's all about being in sync with your partner, though, you know? Ooh. It's on the dance floor, you know what I'm saying? Message. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do? Who is John? Um, so I am either 100% or I am nothing. I just, I'm either on or off straight up. There's no middle <laughs> for me. Um, I'm probably one of those people that gets kind of obsessed with certain things. Like if I get on, if I get on a certain topic or a certain project, like I'm just done. Like I'll see you later. Like I, I'm, I'm going to get this thing done no matter what. Um, yes. And I've always kind of been like that ever since I, I grew up, you know, working on cars or doing projects and stuff. And now it's, you know, with this whole quarantine thing, doing stuff around the house. And it's like, I just, I just go, 
And then I go to the point where like, I'm way in over my head. Really? And I dig my way out. But then you always learn from it. So yeah. it's one of those things where you just, I don't know. So you like take on a whole bunch of responsibility. Pretty much. Like right now, like my kitchen is tore up right now. Really? So that's yeah. the project you were working on? <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Somebody's awake. Yeah, they are. Oh, you hear that? <laughs> oh, man. Hold that thought, crew. Okay. This is the first time in podcast history I'm going to step away from the microphone. You're not going to hit pause? <laughs> oh, there is a pause button. <laughs> Yo, there is a pause button. Okay, this is going on the blooper reel. <laughs> I don't even know where I was after that pause, <laughs> but it's all good. Uh -oh. The joys of daddyhood. Exactly. Daddyhood and life. Right. Yeah. The, all the kids are awake right now on my end. They're uh, downstairs <laughs> hanging out. We just had a late dinner. So. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. See, that's the thing. Like when I was, uh, when I was in school and stuff, the only place I could get away was my car. So I would literally, to get away from the kids and have like quiet time and just time to focus, I would sit in my car and study. And I have this whole thing set up. Really? I not, actually, <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> thinking. All the thinking goes is when I'm driving in the car, mm -hmm. all the time I get a little bit of peace and quiet, but you know, a little bit of me time. I but, feel you, <laughs> man. Woo, yeah, it's definitely needed sometimes. Just uh, take some time to gather your thoughts especially as me as like a contemplator you know I, i'll go quick and like go into my brain and be like mm. <laughs> see i'm but, bad that's the only time i contemplate something in the car but other really? than that, I, just, I try i try to think before i speak but it doesn't always happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing wrong with that you know off the cuff is a good thing sometimes sometimes, sometimes. usually not but it's okay <laughs> usually not depends on the uh Who's around, you know? <laughs> exactly. So me and John have been friends for about five years? Has Four it been years. Four years? Three years. I came here in 2015. So about so four years. Going on, no, it was going on five. Because I think I met you September of 2015. Yeah. I think it was. So going on five years, yeah. Wow. September or something like that. Fall. It back, has fall been back. that long. Yeah. Dang. I guess it's a lot longer than I thought I was in uh, Whoops. South Bend, Indiana, right? <laughs> you, you know what's funny is I was just thinking about it the other day. Out of our whole, like, group, Q is the only one from here. Isn't Antoine from here? No, Antoine's from Niles. Oh, yeah, never mind. He's from Michigan. That's right. Yeah, Antoine and Monique are from Niles. Y'all are from all over. <laughs> Everywhere. It's funny because I still claim Chicago, but I haven't lived there in, like, let's see. <laughs> I left yeah. there in 2009. <laughs> 11 yeah, you years still ago. claim Chicago, though. I'll you know it. your way. Y'all are there almost, like, every other weekend. That is true. I'll give you that. <laughs> and then, like. Mitchin, though. We haven't been that, we've been itching. We haven't been able to go out there, though. Man, I have been enjoying all the memes of the Chicago mayor, though. <laughs> Why have they been cracking me up? They are doing bogus, though. Yo. Uh, yo. So, the, internet, the internet always wins. That's the thing. Undefeated. 
just like that Undertaker <laughs> thing I sent you earlier. Had me cracking. Oh, man. <laughs> the thing is, the, with, that, with that video, though, I saw that video before, like, the whole, like, background. Like, it was just a video straight up of the dude just getting rocked. <laughs> and then, so when you add that to the end of it, or on top of it, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So five years of friendship, and, um, you know, I invited you on because it was an interesting topic that really was laid into my heart that I wanted to talk about, that sometimes us as men can have a tough time doing, um, and that's building meaningful relationships, not just um, having somebody around because it's convenient or having somebody around just because they've been around for a long time, right. but like meaningful um, connections, meaningful relationships, I'll say. Because um, sometimes, you know, as guys, it can be, it can be looked down upon to have like a really close relationship that's uplifting with another guy. Um, right, right. And we, we just aren't raised to have those kind of relationships. So I just wanted to have a quick conversation with you um, about meaningful relationships, because as we've gotten to know each other, we've developed a meaningful relationship. And, right. you know, it. I mean, we cool, you know, we cool. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I just wanted to get your thoughts about meaningful relationships and how have you kind of developed or dealt with relationships have you as you have gotten older and wiser that's i think that is uh that's a really good question um and i think a lot of like a lot, the, the, the one thing that i like what you or that, that question is how have i you know experiences as i gotten older and wiser because um i think as we as we do grow older and we do, do gain more wisdom from things that we've been through uh i really puts a lot of relationships into perspective. Um, I've always been someone who needed friends. Um, and before it was, a lot of it would had to do with because I had my like my I had my identity through my friendships. Mm -hmm. like I was uh, and I still in in a way I still kind of am but I always uh, had this people pleaser thing where I wanted everybody to always like me kind of thing. Yeah. And um, that messed things up as far as meaningful relationships. Because then you get caught up in these relationships where essentially they're just wasting your time and not really uplifting you or bringing you up, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do believe that every person that is in your life is there for a reason. Yeah. Um, and then you can learn from every situation. Because, I mean, I, I, have, I have friends that, like my best friend, his name's Daryl. Um, like legit, I I don't have one memory where he wasn't my best friend. Like mm -hmm. we baby pictures, you know, our my parents are best friends, that kind of thing. And I've always known him. And he's one of those relationships that's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. And he's always going to be one of those meaningful relationships. That's not just because of the fact that we've known each other for so long, but because we actually, you know, we're close too. Yeah. Because, you, know? you know, you have some people that you're just loyal to. Um, like you said, just because of history, but is it really, is it really mean anything though? Right. You know, um, and I think it's important for, especially men that we do have meaningful relationships in our lives. 
uh, because as men, we are, we can easily shut down. You know, <laughs> Man, real easy. <laughs> real easy. Yes. I mean, even when you do have a bunch of friends who are who have your back, um, you we can shut down real fast. Mm-hmm. And that's just we can go on into our little cocoon and just do whatever we do. With and no remorse. With no remorse, exactly. <laughs> and then it takes a lot to get you out of that situation. Um and a lot of times, you know, the, the people that get affected, especially when you are older, married, whatever, it's it's your family that gets affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um because you know that personally that's what I've been through with that. But I think it's important as as men that we do have meaningful relationships. Because it's funny, I was I was actually talking to my wife today, and uh, I told her about how you wanted to do this uh, little podcast thing or whatever. And then she was like, "You see, um, every, every no, yeah, exactly." She she's like, "You see, she legit was like, do you see that uh, God has placed all these people in your life um, so that." For for the lack of a better like word, like I can get my fix of of hanging out or having a relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was like, she was like, you got James, and you know, you do this kind of stuff. You guys are alike. You guys have kids, a family, and then you just you just connect well. And then, you know, I was telling her, I was talking to Trey earlier today. She was like, you know, Trey, he's in the cars. He's young. He plays ball. Then I got Sean, I play ball with him, we golf. So I get like more athletic thing. And then, you know, and then from the, you know, fifth round, we got that just support. We all just mm-hmm. kind of click and all that. And it was just, if you, every, every part where, uh, cause I mean, let's be honest, you know, I mean, I, I love my wife and I love my family, but there's certain aspects as a man, as an adult that, that I can't get fulfillment through right. everything that they have to offer, which yeah. is just how it is. It is life. You right. know, and that's okay. Exactly. You know, I can't expect my wife to, uh, to be out there, you know, hooping and getting crossing you over like yeah, Iverson. You know like <laughs> people are looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> you know, getting all rough and stuff, and just like, you know, it's just. I see Rose out there running point though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and that's where it's important to have those meaningful relationships, so that. Um, you can not only build, I mean, because it's another thing too, guys, especially the way um, things are nowadays, it's hard to build trust with certain people because mm-hmm. people have been burned, I've been burned, that kind of stuff. Um, so when you have these meaningful relationships that um, you're feeding off of, so at the same time, they're probably feeding off you. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a mutual thing. And, uh, and that really is hard to find, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like looking back at, um people that were in my life before you could kind of see oh they were more of just like using me for their own kind of game yeah and it's it's hard to find like a real um I guess authenticity sometimes Mm -hmm. with people uh because it's just easy to be fake with that kind of stuff and easy to fool people yeah and and that's where it's hard as far as relationships too it's and as you get older, it's kind of hard, too, because you're like, you know, you feel bad for some of your boys that you had back in the day that you don't talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's harder to reach out for them, especially when people go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Some people are still single. Some people have kids, you know, right. that kind of thing. And it just people fall off. Um, not because you try to, to do that, but it, it really does take a lot of effort to mm-hmm. 
to, you know, make sure that the relationships that you do feel like you need to cultivate, you know, works out too. Yeah. So. Man, that was good. And uh, something. <laughs> What's that? I'm just rambling on now. Hey. <laughs> but uh, something you said about trust um, is something that I definitely had to deal with, especially like after I graduated high school, because like my whole group was like just me and the homies, and then everybody right. either went off to college. Um, and as I got older, I moved away. I moved from Georgia up to Indiana, so I didn't know anybody. I had to develop a new um, kind of peer group. Mm-hmm. And when it really came down to it, like the fact that I didn't really have a relationship with my father when I was growing up, it really, it it made a distrust for men on my side. So it was really hard for me to connect with men when I got here. And I was first uh, forming new relationships, um, especially being like 21, 22. When did I move up here? I was 20. So yeah, around that 21, 22 age, especially with men who are like, oh, I want to be your mentor and stuff. Right. I'm just like, that's weird. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, do I so need it was a really hard for me. Huh? I was like, do I need a mentor? Like, <laughs> Exactly. What are you trying to say? Is that an insult? <laughs> Jeez. So it, I really struggled trying to find meaningful relationships in Indiana. So yeah. I was like, I was just about hanging out with my wife and hanging out with the kids and I really wouldn't hang out. And it really did affect me. Cause I, like you said, I didn't really have an outlet. I couldn't call nobody up and hey, you wanna go hoop? Uh, You wanna go kick it? So um, when I first went through my divorce, um, it really kind of spun me out of control. Cause I, I had, I had a couple pastors that I could lean on, but they were, no offense, they weren't in my age bracket. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't really have much common ground. You know, it's like, I love oh. them. It's like, right. I'm glad that you, like, want the what's best for me, but I just really didn't have anybody to kind of just shoot the stuff with or anything. Right. So now, which I love the fact that God has brought, like, a whole bunch of us together, because it just, it just fills my heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. um, especially like-minded men too and that's oh, yeah. another thing that you said is just finding someone who is like-minded because um, even if they don't have like the same family situation like Trey like Trey's yeah. a prime example even though he doesn't have kids or and he's not married he's still like-minded enough to right. one respect where you are and right. two provide value reciprocal value um, between the two of you that and that's it's exactly and that's the thing too like when you with the whole like-minded thing too it's like it's um it's a way to to even expand like who you are as a person and even your own like education or intellect like um because another person that just um um, popped my head too was like was was rico you know rico and i we we would have coffee all the time it was a weekly thing until you know stuff started getting crazy Mm -hmm. um but he was he was the person that I would talk to for uh, we would talk about money we would talk about real estate and all this other stuff, 
and that's the one thing too like as as men um and we're just like we said earlier we're just we, we get into these times where we can shut down mm-hmm. but the thing about shutting down and just how men are i feel like is we are so self-reliant and we think we need to do it all on our own yeah and and that's superman syndrome exactly like we we think we got to know everything we think we got to be able to do everything on our own when when we get these this group of guys or even just like one or two one or two men who are your friends coming together and and using your their minds together and just brainstorming things and just you know talking about random stuff but it's just you, you'd be just so surprised at how much you could learn from each other, you know? Yeah, yeah. Man, that's good. And being willing to learn from each other. Yeah, and exactly. Not like, not not like a one-up kind of thing. Huh? <laughs> not like a one-up kind of thing. Exactly. You know? I can do anything. You can do better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, if I got an idea, it's like not being afraid to share it with the fellas because it's like, they're going to encourage or even like add some kind of value to what you're trying to do. And it's right. like, it's cool with like our group, we have like a diverse set of skills, like your right, right. medical uh, cues and finance, um, Mike, he's an automotive. So it's like everybody is bringing some sort of different aspect to the table where it's like we're all uplifting and moving and like growing together. And I think it's just so cool. Right. So I think, um, so like I was really trying really hard to figure out some kind of like takeaway or nugget for like a meaningful relationship. (laughs) And like my thing was uh, don't be afraid to assess your group and don't be afraid to cut off those that have to be gone from your group. Because mm-hmm. um, the big thing about loyalty, um, it's like, are you really going to be loyal to someone who doesn't have your best interest at heart? Right. Like sometimes we're loyal to a fault to where it starts affecting our marriages, our fatherhood, our um, growth in our careers. And it's like, at that point, you, you're you going to have to make some hard decisions on who you keep. It's like, you can still pray for somebody. Right. You can still hit them up once in a while, be like, hey, how you doing? Right. But I truly believe that there was a reason that uh, out of the 12 disciples, Jesus only really hung with two of them. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's all about seasons, too. That's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you never know if if... You gotta let that relationship not necessarily go, but just kind of leave it alone for a little bit. You don't know if it's gonna come back or not. Right. And, and then the thing is, you know, if it doesn't, and then in hindsight, when you look back, then you realize, okay, you know, I'm fine and he's fine. So mm-hmm. everything's really all good, you know? Exactly. And like sometimes for their growth, maybe you have to leave the relationship too. Right. Like right. maybe they have to go on a journey that you can't be a part of i don't know i've just been deep thinking about this you know (laughs) like like contemplating exactly so do you have anything that uh like you can share as like a word of encouragement or 
a takeaway or a nugget of some sort about meaningful relationships or meaningful connections? Um, I think as far as a little nugget, I would say a lot of it, I think has to do with taking a step back and really reflecting on your life and what your priorities are. Mm -hmm. uh, reflecting on priorities, whether it be, you know, God, family, work, friends, whatever your priorities are. I think if, if, you, can, if you get those in line with what you think is going on, mostly, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say, <laughs> I'm trying to say, look to God to what priorities you should have. Um, I think once you have your priorities in line, then it can really show you and you can really evaluate on what relationships are you're supposed to be in at that in this season or at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, cause in all reality, when people hold on to relate to certain relationships and that kind of stuff, um, a lot of it is just kind of a false sense of, um, it's a burden. Yeah. Head, you know, feeling like, Oh, if I drop this person or I don't talk to this person, they're going to feel bad or, or, um, or, you know, I had some friendships before where I was like, man, if not, I'm not friends with them. They're just going to go off the deep end, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, but it's, it's really, it's not your responsibility. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, your responsibility is to, you know, get your priorities in line, God first. And then after that, you know, between you and God, what that's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what really matters. Cause then I think, you know, if you could, if you could figure that out, then you could figure out who's supposed to be in your life. Yeah. A lot of times you start, and I'm excited to ramble all the time, but a lot of times. <laughs> but it's always um, good and on point. <laughs> um, a lot of times too, especially in marriages, um, with your wife, mm -hmm. you know, she should be the priority, you know, after yeah. God and all that stuff. Um, and, you'll, you, and you see a lot of different marriages where, um, the priorities get shifted to other relationships that aren't necessarily bad, but because they're the wrong priority, that's where things get messed up. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a lot of families where the priorities is, you know, first their wife or instead of their wife being first is their kids. Yeah. Their husbands for being first is their kids. I mean, there's a season, you know, when obviously newborns, it's, it's important, but, um, or the same thing with fellas and stuff. If you're, if you're worried more about what your friends are thinking and you're trying to go out and hang out late, but your wife wants you home, well, your wife should be the priority. Exactly. And it's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, when you're in it and you're, you're, you're fighting yourself because you don't want to make that the priority, it's hard. Yeah. You're essentially blinded towards what's going on. Right. Um, but yeah, I just think priorities is a big deal. Mm -hmm. and your true friends will be okay with your priorities like exactly. if rose ever said that she wants you home and we hanging out there is no <laughs> way in heck <laughs> exactly she only texted like, Yo. your wife and saying johnny's going right now <laughs> <Tell John. laughs> like, i am not gonna be a part of those shenanigans <laughs> like i'll drop them off rose don't worry exactly. i got you <laughs> exactly. but that was real cool i like it yeah, definitely have to check your priorities because um, sometimes we do have them kind of a little bit askew. Like I always see those, um, like I'm part of different men's group and dad's groups on Facebook and they always yeah. seem to pose that one question. They put up a picture 
and it's like the wife, the mom, the daughter, and whatever. And it's like in this order, oh. we're supposed to come. And I'm like, so many people are like putting their wives number four. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, that no. Is, that's not gonna be good. Nope. So, you can't. Yeah. Exactly. Leave and cleave. That's the. I'm, I'm gonna drop that real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I yeah. I'm glad you definitely put priorities out there because that is definitely something we have to kind of take a step back and make sure we realize. Um, especially like you said, when we start to take on too much, mm-hmm. start sticking stuff above our priorities and prioritizing stuff that shouldn't be up there. Right, so, yeah, right. I'm like, and and y'all out there, we are, can only say it because we've done it and lived through it. I was I was just gonna say, <laughs> as far as priorities, priorities will always, always, essentially show you when you're not doing it right. <laughs> yes, it is a daily effort, I'm a daily effort. Because when your priorities are out of whack, I mean, you're just you just you're fighting yourself and it's long and tiring and you get stuck. Yes. Yes. It's, it's not healthy, not healthy. And for past experience, just, just get it right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. Y'all out there. If you have any questions for me or John, um, definitely leave some comments below. We'd love to hear your feedback. Um, I'd love to hear about have you ever had to deal with restructuring your priorities Um, have you ever had trouble making meaningful relationships leave some comments this is up on YouTube we're on Spotify Apple Play this is going to be on Facebook I love Zoom because you can like do a whole bunch of stuff (laughs) even after everything goes back to normal I might still uh, utilize this program right I would for sure. Heck yeah. Thanks for having me though. I appreciate it. Good talk, oh, man. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And we always leave with a dad joke. Do you All have right, so I do, do have, have one. I actually have one? I'm stealing it from a from a TV show though, but oh, I, I thought it was it was pretty good. Okay. Um so why did the banker leave his job? <laughs> do you already know his one? Because no, I he don't. lost he lost interest. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's stupid, but I like it. <laughs> it's all about the delivery. And your delivery was on point. So <laughs> I had a creepy smile, was, so <laughs> um I just want you to know I'm going downstairs and saying that joke after we get <laughs> please, off. Yes, please, yes, please. <laughs> well, again, thank you everyone for tuning in for another episode of Proud Dads Present. You guys are greatly appreciated. Again, check us out on YouTube, Facebook. Spotify, Apple Play. Um, we'd love getting your feedback. Thank you, John, again for joining us. I appreciate um, it, man. I'm sure we'll have yeah. you back on again. Let's do it. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Well, y'all have a good night. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your wives. Y'all, peace out. All right, man.